0: Welcome back to the lounge. Tonight, I'm drinking Four Roses Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a good one, 50% alcohol by volume, which makes it 100 proof. So I'm feeling a little lit tonight, but Mm. this is a good one, baby. Nice and spicy, long finish. I suggest you go out and get some Four Roses, especially if you can find some Single Barrel or Small Batch Limited, they're not easy to find, but well worth the money. So that's what bourbon we're drinking tonight. Hopefully you got something nice. If you're not at home, when you get home, have something nice, throw the podcast on. Let's talk about some football. So it's time to break down wide receiver prospects. We're heading into the NFL Draft. I mentioned before, I wanna build a big board, player by player, through the podcast, posting it on Twitter. I'll do this as as many prospects as I can leading up to the, the combine, the NFL draft. I'm also going to be posting a draft kit, ranking all the players by position. I'm going to ask $5 for the download. That is nothing for the information that I'm going to provide. It'll be articles, rankings, everything you need to help you crush your draft. Hopefully, it's something you're interested in and you'll support the cause. Now, I posted on Twitter which players you want to hear a breakdown for and my guy at Paul underscore Ryan 15 hit me back with Van Jefferson. So let's get started. Van Jefferson's date of birth is 726, 1996. All right. He was a four-star recruit from Tennessee, ranked as wide receiver 11 coming out of high school in 2015. Now, I talked last episode about the correlation from high school to college and college to the professional level. And it's something that many fan lists fail to identify. Did you know that five-star ranked athletes in general are eventually drafted over 50% of the time? Three-star and below players make it at a rate at around 5%. Now, it's very difficult to get a five-star ranking out of high school. There's only 30 There's only 30 five-star rankings per year, and there are only 384-star athletes ranked per year. Now, that might not seem impressive, but what if I told you that was out of 330, Thousand senior football players. Yeah, 30 out of 300,000 earn a five-star ranking. Now that's just 0.001%. That's why if you ever see a five-star high school athlete make it to the pros, you better pay attention. Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, Stefan Diggs, those are just a few. However, today our guy is ranked as a four-star athlete in high school. And there are only 380 four-star athletes out of 300,000. So if you look at the top 50 Dynasty wide receivers right now, there are about 13 or more four-star athletes. Players like DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, Odell Beckham Jr. The list goes on and on. Now, that ranking doesn't equate to NFL success. But it's something we must take into our evaluation process. And what are we willing to invest in a player come rookie drafts? Now, in my draft kit, you can purchase it for $5. bucks. i am going to include an article that I wrote on how high school rankings translate to NFL success and how you can identify it to help in your evaluation and drafting process. But let's get right to our guy, Van Jefferson. He's an interesting case, and it seems to have come out of nowhere. But if you take a dive with me, you're going to see he's been here all along, and the NFL scouts have known his name for a very long time. So Van Jefferson was ranked as the 11th best wide receiver in his class in 2015. And that's one box checked for our evaluation process. Let's look at some other NFL players with similar value coming out of high school. Tyler Boyd was a four-star ranked athlete, number 14 in his class. Eventually, he was picked second round pick 55. Odell Beckham was a four-star ranked wide receiver, number 20 in his class. He was picked in the first round pick number 12. DeAndre Hopkins was also a four-star ranked wide wide receiver number 26 in his class, he was a first round pick, 27 overall. Now there are several wide receivers ranked in the top 50 that were ranked better than 11th, but for this eval, I'm trying to find players at 11th or later. Now this is just a small piece of the puzzle. We want to hit with our picks, but also what's the cost of investment? It's a great investment to draft a player late with the talent to be a potential fantasy sleeper. So let's see if Van has the production in college that could be that player. Now, he enrolled at Ole Miss as the 11th wide receiver in his class, like I mentioned, in 2015, but they redshirted him. In 2016, two studs from the state of Mississippi decided to commit to Ole Miss as well. One was the number 16 wide receiver in his class by the name of DK Metcalf, and the other was the number four wide receiver in his class, Mr. A.J. Brown. Now, this made for a very crowded wide receiver room. But in 2016, he played as a 20-year-old he was second on the team in receptions with 49, behind future first-round selection tied in Evan Ingram. He ended the season with 543 yards and three touchdowns. In the following year, which was Jefferson's age 21 season, we saw the breakout of A.J. Brown, who finished the year with over 1,200 yards receiving. Now Jefferson dislocated his elbow and missed the final two games of the season, but he also finished behind not only A.J. Brown, but D.K. Metcalf and DeMarcus Lodge. Now at the end of the 2017 season, Ole Miss was hit with sanctions after a five-year investigation over recruiting scandals. So due to the penalties, Ole Miss players were permitted to transfer. Now Jefferson used this opportunity to get away from the crowded wide receiver room and decided to take his talents to Florida and enroll down in Gainesville. Now he was eligible to play right away due to the Ole Miss sanctions, and he easily led the Gators in receiving his first year there. So in the 2018 season, he finished as a 22-year-old redshirt junior with 35 receptions for 503 yards and six touchdowns. Now, it doesn't seem like that's very impressive, but realize that you have only passed for 2,800 yards that season. So 2019 season, this past one here, Jefferson was a 23-year-old redshirt senior. He finished the season with 49 catches, 657 yards, and six touchdowns. Again, leading the team in receiving yards that season. Now, we will get into what I see on film, which does excite me, but let's take an analytical approach first. Now, as I mentioned in episode one, two metrics that have translated over the years in my evaluation are Dominator Rating and Breakout Age. You can find more detail if you listen to episode one, but basically, the Dominator Rating represents a player's percentage of his team's offensive production, or market share, and the Breakout Age tells us at which point the player reaches a market share of at least 20% of that offensive production. Now, I also mentioned that I don't take into consideration touchdowns as market share because they vary so much. Some use this stat, but I do not. All right, now when you're looking at a dominator rating, anything over 26% in my model is acceptable, and anything below that threshold is a red flag. So for his career, Van Jefferson had a 16% of his team's receptions and 15% of his team's yards. Van Jefferson also never had a single season where he hit 20% of his team's offensive production. So he never qualified for a breakout age. So let's get into his film. I was able to watch the LSU Gator game in the UF Georgia, and I was also able to find some tape of him online. When I went back and watched him for this breakdown, I was blown away by his technique. How does a player with this exceptional footwork have such mediocre stats? What am I missing? I dived in a bit more. Aha, his dad is Sean Jefferson. Now, I don't know how many of you are old enough to know who Sean Jefferson is, But unfortunately for me, I do. Now, I just got into collecting trading cards when Sean Jefferson was drafted in the NFL by the San Diego Chargers. I'm sure I traded his card a few times with my buddies You know when we used to sit around every weekend and and trade cards. Sean Jefferson played 12 years in the NFL. And so I realized Van Jefferson didn't just appear this year. He's been groomed for this. He's been learning the way to play wide receiver since he was just a baby. And if you watch him on tape, he is amazing with his footwork. I'm still confused why he didn't put up even bigger numbers. Now, watching the LSU Gator game, Jefferson completely roasted Derek Stingley Jr. Now, remember, Stingley's only a freshman, and he finished as a first-team All-American, but again, this was a 23-year-old redshirt senior versus an 18-year-old freshman, but boy, did he work him really good. There were three key routes when Jefferson and Stingley were matched up, and he just put Stingley on skates, man. The thing that Jefferson does so well is he varies his footwork so often to begin his routes. He really understands the DB's position and how to confuse them. So this first route, he fires off the ball, he does a chop step, chop, 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 and Stingley slows his feet just a bit, and then Jefferson fires at the sideline. He transitioned so quickly that Stingley was on his heels. He had him beat so much that Stingley turned to run with him, and Jefferson lets him outrun him to the point where he thinks the ball is going to be thrown. And then 20 yards down the field when stingley is in position jefferson stops shoots back whoop stingley keeps going easy completion it was beautiful it's even more masterful the next time they lined up together again jefferson changes his footwork at the line of scrimmage and instead of the chop 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 he shoots right at the sideline to sell the fade route this time stingley hangs with him right he's more comfortable he's he's alongside his hip but instead of 20 yards down the field, at 15, Jefferson shoots back for the same back shoulder pass for a completion. Now, Stingley was more prepared for this one, but it was still a terrific route and reception, and it was made possible by his footwork in keeping Stingley off balance. Now, for what it's worth, Stingley's going to be a very good corner at the next level. He adjusted the game really quickly for just an 18-year-old. But on his third route, these two faced off, Jefferson goes back to the chop steps, then shoots up the sideline as to run another fade. Now Stingley falls for this route as he must be thinking that the two earlier comebacks were a setup for this fade route. So Stingley turns his hips to run with Jefferson all the way down the sidelines. And at this point, Jefferson can do whatever he wants because Stingley has committed, right? And as soon as he turns his hips to go upfield, Van Jefferson cuts across his body to the right and is wide open for another completion. I'm telling you, this kid is a master at route running. I thought Jerry Judy was the best in this class, but Van Jefferson is very impressive. So I still don't know why Jefferson never dominated. Now on tape, he seems to always be open, and the quarterbacks rarely look in his direction. He's also had some inaccurate quarterback play. But back to the tape. Some other strengths that I see when I'm watching him is he's got great body control. He can dictate which direction he wants the defensive backs to go to set up his route. Now, he's going to make some poor DBs look silly on Sunday. He has really solid hands, and he uses the proper technique most times, ensuring that his palms are out for most of his receptions. He doesn't appear to be a body catcher. He's fast. I think he's in the 4-5-40 category, and that's going to be huge for his draft stock. Now, some things that I don't like on tape is that he didn't appear to be a willing blocker. Now, he attempted but he didn't seem eager to take his man out of the play. There were some times where the ball was coming up to him and his the defender got off his block to try to make a tackle. So he needs to work on that at the next level. Also, he's already 23 years old and he's gonna be turning 24 right as the 2020 season begins. So he's very old for a rookie. Kenny Galladay was an old rookie, but I don't think Van Jefferson is as talented as Galladay. And being 23, he's probably close to being maxed out at his 6'2", 196 pound frame. I think he might start his career as a special teams gunner, and he's going to need to work his way up the depth chart. But because of his frame, I don't think he's ever going to be able to outwork NFL number one cornerbacks. But I I think he can become a strong number two, and perhaps his best option will be at the slot position where he can find open areas in the field, which he's really good at. Now, my comparison for Van Jefferson right now is Tyler Boyd. Both are very similar in height and weight. Boyd ran a 4.5840 at the Combine. Uh, he's been excellent in the slot receiver in his time at Cincinnati. A lot of people even thought after his rookie year that he was going to be a bust. Now, Jefferson could also have that start to his career. It's going to be important for us to see where Jefferson gets drafted I'm hoping he doesn't go to a crowded wide receiver room and i think the las vegas raiders would be a perfect fit for him i think mike mayock will appreciate the nfl bloodlines and his love for the game of football but depending on his draft capital i'd probably be willing to invest a late second or third round rookie pick on him uh if he goes somewhere in between you know rounds one through three after that round three cutoff it's really hard for wide receivers to really make an impact at the next level so the higher he goes the more I'm willing to spend on him. Also, the combine is gonna be very important to see what his numbers end up being. So that concludes our second prospect. And since we're going to rank players one by one on Twitter, Justin Jefferson is right now is ranked our current number one wide receiver in 2020. And I'm gonna slot Van Jefferson right behind him. Now we have many more to do, so stay tuned. Hit me up on Twitter, at Roto Find me on Instagram, at Roto_Lounge. underscore lounge. For the whiskey side, the cocktail side, uh, the jazz side, anything that's not really revolving around fantasy football. Just some other piece of the Roto Lounge. Follow me there on Instagram. On Twitter, let me know what wide receivers we should look into next. Look for my draft kit on Twitter and my website coming soon, rotolounge.com. Five bucks for the draft kit. Skip Starbucks that morning. Skip Subway for lunch. My draft kit's going to be worth the insight. Now please go leave me a review on Apple, subscribe, tell your friends, retweet, do it all. Until next time, this has been Roto Lounge.